thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And today, you're going to be listening in on an interview that I did with three graduates from the Functional Nutrition Academy. These graduates are doing inspiring things, and you'll be like a fly on the wall listening in to a, an interview I do with them and talk to them about why they did the course what the course was like, and the inspiring and amazing things that are doing right now. So enjoy. I promised you I would have three of our graduates here. And I have three from very different backgrounds. We have a dietitian. We also have someone who had a family member that wasn't well, and someone who just wanted to follow their passion in health and nutrition. So here are these wonderful three graduates. I'd like you to introduce you to Marnie. We also have Melinda and Beck. So I'm going to direct my first question to Melinda because um, Melinda was the one that had the health challenge in her family. So, you know, what happened? Okay. Well, it's quite a few years now ago now. 2011, my husband actually had an accident um, and it was just an 18-month roller coaster. It was a bad leg break, you know, that wasn't healing, turned into a bone infection. And I found this course because I found you, Cindy. So I found you on Up for a Chat. And that information came at a time where we really needed to hear that information. You know, I wasn't coping. My moods were so low. Um, I probably had, you know, all these little health symptoms that, you know, I just thought were normal, but, you know, I had them. Um, And his leg wasn't healing. So it was through listening to that information and then us coming to a crisis point that we went right we need to start implementing this information. And then it was when that just had such profound impact. You know, my moods were improving. Um, that was, So that was just a side benefit. You know, we got him healed, we got him walking, we got him back to work. Um, and then when you announced the course, it was like, right, jumping on. I'm there, yeah. So implementing, was it hard? The course or the food? No, <laughs> let's, let's start with implementing um, you know, the food, the food and um, changing. Was it hard? Look, we just had to change what was on our plate. Mm-hmm. And I think when it, and it becomes that let's just try it for 30 days and let's just do it, we just tried it and we just did one little thing at a time. Yeah. So it was too overwhelming to do everything at once. I couldn't get my head around that. So it was just taking it step by step. Mm-hmm. And first it was like, well, let's cut down the sugar, you know, cut down the grains after you were talking about, you know, the moods and the links with the grains and everything like that. So that we just started one little step at a time. Thank you. Now, Beck, you came because you're a policewoman in Victoria, but your passion was health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was with Victoria Police for almost 12 years. Um, I'd had two kids towards the end of that career. The last um, four years I'd had two kids. So I'd gone part-time and after having kids, I don't know, I guess you sort of get um, you get a new lease on life, I think, and it just really um, identified with me that my passion was for nutrition and for the nutrition of kids. And as I was bringing up my kids, I sort of realised a number of the foods that were available and it was yeah, through my good friend that 
that we met and then I heard of the course and um, it ignited something in me that I hadn't experienced before. So yeah. that's um, wonderful. So I've, I've pissed you that since. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And Marnie, you were a dietitian, or you are a dietitian. I shouldn't say you were a dietitian, but you're a dietitian. Yeah, you yeah. Ch- Why? Why would you go from being a dietitian to doing my course? Because it's it's nutrition. Yeah, it's quite different. Um, I trained a long time ago. I trained 23 years ago and worked for a while in nutrition, really loved it. Kind of burnt myself out with it, though. I won't go into all the details here. I don't think I really need to. But I ended up discovering that I wanted to be an athlete. So um, got into marathon running and decided, because I packed it up really late, I was in my early 30s, that I wanted to get to the top level and I wanted to train for the Olympics and I was on track for that goal even I think it was four years five years into my running um, running really well and I'd been through a few hiccups with injuries but got through those was starting to run really well and then got a virus that ended up being chronic fatigue syndrome so Mm. that really knocked me Um, I kept thinking I could get back there I'll be able to train for the Olympics again if I just follow my good nutrition advice that I learned through university, um, see some doctors, whatever, and none of it was working. And so I had, it's been nine years now, um, I've seen lots of different, what were considered alternative health practitioners, and through that process, there's been new things coming out all the time, you know, the genetics, the microbiome. I've gone from being a high-carb person, low-fat, to being, you know, whole foods, high-fat, low-carb, grain-free, um, look at the ingredients now, I don't look at the, the labels on it so much. And so then it's just brought back this passion for nutrition, but there was no way I wanted to go back to learning from uni. I needed to upskill, I needed to update myself, and I was searching and searching for a course that would link in with my new philosophy on nutrition and couldn't find anything in, in New Zealand. And then met Kim Morrison, and she told me all about your course, and as soon as she talked about you know your philosophy and got me to watch some videos, I watched What's With Wheat. I was just like, this is absolutely perfect, mm-hmm. and it has been. Yeah, and I must I must tell you that you know we just had um, our functional nutrition weekend where everybody comes, all the students, we had graduates. And um, I just loved what you had to say about the difference between the two. Like, I've always known it, but it was really cool to, to hear you say it. So um, we might put that up as a blog and, and let people sure. read it, and they might yeah. really enjoy that. I'd love to hear yeah. it. Wonderful. So um, I know why you, we, we know why you've all joined the course, because um, there was something that happened in your life that needed you to make some changes in your life. And education is the key to knowledge, and when we act on that knowledge, then uh, it works beautiful. So did you have any challenges, Melinda, with the course in any way? You know, how, how did you, you know, you got kids, you had a career in, in events and community services, you had a husband that wasn't well, and you take on my 12-month course. Yes. <laughs> Did you have any challenges? I had a bit of a planner though. So I actually asked for an extra day off and I just had dedicated study days mm-hmm. and I think I had to do that. So then um, I really wanted to enjoy the experience and so I was so looked forward to those days. Um, it's like, oh, I actually don't want to go too far, so slow down. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was organisation. Yes. That was the main thing. Yes, and those dedicated days where... Um, you know, I didn't do the shopping or the, you know, the cleaning and I made sure that, you know, I just dedicated those times. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. 
Now, I know that you were working shift work, Beck. You yeah. were um, policeman, solo mum, two yeah. children. How did you do it? Oh, um, again, it was just the dedicated um, study days and it was just setting up a routine. So having a look at my calendar, looking at the spaces where I was either without the kids um, or um, just being able to fit it in. So mm-hmm. what I did was my um, life at that time was in a fortnightly cycle and I had two days a fortnight where I wouldn't have my children. Um, so um, as soon as I signed up, I was like, right, well, they are my study days. And, and it was nothing but study. It was um, early on, it was the Friday I worked. I arranged for my workplace, 6 a.m. till 2 p.m. Then as soon as I finished that, 2.05, I was in the books. And I was in the books till 10 p.m. till midnight, you know, and until I, until I um, really, really needed to go to sleep. And then I was up early the next morning to ensure that I had another six or seven hours there. And then in between I had all the recess, all the resources, all the study out, all the readings out on my kitchen bench. So I'd flick through them during the weeks when I could. While I was cooking dinner, you know, having a read of articles and instead of being on my phone of an evening, it was like, well, I'm just going to grab something and read and highlight. So I knew the information would be there for the following fortnight when I had those dedicated study days. Yeah. You yeah. prioritise. It's prioritising yeah. and, and making it a priority and just knowing that at the end of it, what that could mean. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we d- it is a 12-month course, but of course yeah. you did it in five, five months. months. Yeah. Ten months. Ten months? Four months. But I don't have Four a job. children. Yeah. <laughs> plus, in, you know, like, in all fairness, you also probably had a lot of that knowledge. We were just looking at mm. a different paradigm shift mm. and you just had to get your head around that paradigm shift. And I loved how you said that over the weekend. You you showed how the difference between nutritionism and holism. And people not even, they're not even thinking of that. So it's amazing how much when I look at products now, that is the first thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, you know, I've looked at product before and gone, oh, that's natural. So even in, you know, my new philosophy, oh, that's natural. And now I'm learning more and more and it's like, it's an extract. I'm like, it's not, it's pretty pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really brilliant. <laughs> um, so, Marnie, what did you enjoy about the course? Um, I think cementing what I'd you know come to believe and finding especially graduation weekend finding that there's all these other people and even you know I talk to doctors and nurses and chiropractors and naturopaths and people from all walks of life not medical professions at all but it was great to kind of talk to those people who had been through the same journey as me and are really struggling in their profession because they can't say what they know to be the truth or their truth and Based on science, you know, it's it's not that we are out there and crazy. We are basing this on um, science. So I love that. Yeah. Um, and I also, what I needed, because I was trying to do research on my own, but I was just going in all different directions and I was like, I've got no framework for this. So learning about anthropology and um, culture and tradition. So we didn't do that really at uni. We might have done... 60 minutes on it yeah but it wasn't really emphasized and so for me now whenever I look at something that's my first thing that I ask myself did we did we eat that previously is it something that we've eaten um and how would it been prepared and it's just amazing and then you can delve into the science so it's um the other thing I've really enjoyed is actually getting back into research because I wasn't doing that and I was starting to rely on the opinions of people that I respected but I've been caught out along the way and it wasn't my opinion, so now I can base it on my own research. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. Linda, what did you like about the course? What was your favourite part of it? 
Yeah, very similar. It, it is the connections and the friendships and, and coming to that the weekend is a really important part of that. And then you can start to form collaborations with other students. Um, but it was also, you know, that critical thinking, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, and learning how to research, learning about PubMed. Oh, this is where I find the scientific articles. So like you said, if you find this, someone presents you with a, you know, paleo's weird kind of article, you can go, well, hang on. And we've been taught, well, how do we unpack that and, and look at it and get some real facts to present to people? Yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up about critical thinking because for me, uh, it, it's not about me t- telling you the answer. Mm. It's about giving you the information so that you can find your own answers. Because more often than not, we look at a headline and we believe it. And we don't really look critically at it and go, well, where did that research come from? Who funded that research? So thank you for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What I really enjoyed is how the modules sort of flowed seamlessly one after the other. So once you were given a bunch of information, the next unit built on that and it complemented that. So um, as I've spoken with you about during my study, the way that I learn is to do things in practice. So what I was doing, I was presenting to people in my community as I was learning the modules. And I, I was learning them obviously very quickly, but what it enabled me to do was have a set presentation, learn new information, and then alter the presentation for the next time. So I was learning it as I was going along, and the way that it's structured enabled me to add in the same information to um, to my presentations. So I just I loved the flow of it, and I, and I loved by the end of it how much knowledge you actually gain. So I want to know now because you kind of we're kind of touching on it now. Yeah. What you're doing and your vision and your dream. Yeah. Wow. That's a huge question, I guess you know. Um, so what am I doing now? So as I said, I was doing the presentations during my study. Mm. Um, and then you were presenting to? I was presenting to um, parents of schools mm. and um, parents at um, primary schools in particular. And what happened from that was I um, word of mouth, schools were hearing that that's what I was doing. And obviously knew that there was a need for parents in their schools to hear about nutritious lunchboxes and how we can um, either read nutrition labels a little bit better. And that was part of my presentations. Um, from there, staff at one of the schools asked me if I could do something similar for the kids. So it was that light bulb moment where I was like, that is actually exactly what I want to do. I want to work with kids and I want to ensure that their future is healthy and vibrant and that they they're equipped with the skills and knowledge around nutrition and how to take responsibility for their own health potential. So from there, I got to do some classes with some kids, um, which was amazing. And we were just making whole food snacks, but it opened up the discussion to talk about um, foods in their lunchboxes or that they have that may not make them feel well, that, um, that they know may not be good for them, but they don't know how else to change it if that's the foods available to them. So it's it's really was a theory-based class with a practical element and allowed them to really build that healthy relationship with food and understand that where that food comes from and how it affects their body. And it, it just continued from there after doing that with those um, grade fives. They then wanted me to come back and work with all of the junior schools. So from there, I've started to build curriculum and it is curriculum linked. So it's linked in with the Australian curriculum to ensure that the kids are meeting the education standards um, that, that they're required to at certain year levels at primary school. So Now, the kids don't even learn this. You have taken yourself into the schools. They're not, they're not, how much are they yeah. learning about food and health? And Yeah, so what I've, what I've learned from being in this position is that the 
the schools work on it on a cycle and it's a two-year cycle and one term every two years is dedicated to health. So when I heard that, I mean, my heart breaks a lot when I think about kids and, and the future that we're creating for them and, and how easy it could be to change that for them. But one term a month, and it's not 10 solid weeks of health, of, of health application and knowledge and learning, it's one, maybe one or two lessons a week dedicated to health. And I understand the education system, there's so much that they want kids to learn these days, but I absolutely believe that if we can get this foundation right, and the foundation is nutrition, if that can get right, then their learning capabilities become better, their behaviour becomes better, there's less distractions in our classrooms. Mm -hmm. And that's just where my, my passion goes, is just kids' learning abilities and to allow them to blossom to their full potential. And if they don't have the skills and knowledge around nutrition, they're never going to reach that. And these are kids that are, that are five years old that are already having that taken away from them because we're not stepping in and leading the way. I absolutely love what you're doing and I love your passion. Now I want you to tell us your vision of where you want to take um, your business. Yeah, so my business is Omaha Nutrition and I started it when I started my study, um, which was just at the start was a health and wellness um, advisory or coaching really. Um, I've then, as an arm of that, created Omaha Kids and that's where my energy and my love goes to is my Omaha Kids arm branch of the Omaha Nutrition. Um, my vision is to have a well-respected, well-known, countrywide uh, in-schools program, nutrition program, um, that has resources for all the teachers to go to. So they're looking at articles that allow kids to have that critical thinking. We need to give that skill to our kids as well because they need to have an open mind when they're looking at things and they need to to learn to educate themselves, to empower themselves. So basically a curriculum-linked um, nutrition in school program that can be delivered for foundation to grade six. Um, my vision goes further, that, further than that to have then Omaha teens that they continue in high school to have access to, to I guess, my Omaha philosophy in the Omaha way. And um, I myself would love to see um, other Omaha instructors in the in the country. I'd love to do a lot more public speaking on kids' abilities to learn and how nutrition affects that. Um, while I have other Omaha instructors doing what I'm doing by myself at the moment because I like to think that the, the need and want is there mm. to have people um, working with me doing yeah. that. Yeah, I'm so excited to see you achieve that. So yeah. we'll, we'll do another interview with yeah. you in, let's say, five years yeah, okay. and everyone will know who Omaha <laughs> yeah. Kids is and Omaha yeah. Teens. <laughs> Melinda, I know that you, um, you know, you graduated, what, about two years ago? Two years ago. And we had you back last year at the Functional Nutrition Academy, you know, weekend. Um, and you spoke for us then and you spoke again. And I've just seen you go from strength to strength. So... Tell us um, what you're doing now with your um, Functional Nutrition Academy's course graduate. <laughs> yes. Um, so my business is called EMU Wellness and I'm based in Western Sydney, uh, New South Wales. And predominantly I just love running live workshops because when, um, you know, when I was knowing this information, have some friends over, they, you know, they thought, oh, you know, want to know it. But until we actually got in the kitchen and started cooking it ourselves and then they could taste the recipes, they just went, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's not so hard. I can do that. And so it's been really important to have those really interactive, fun learning experiences. So we're, we're knowing why we're, we're making the changes and then here are some easy ways to do it. 
Um, and so I've just been showing my community what the recipes that work for us. So gluten-free, low-carb, whole food cooking, um, and then the fermenting as well. So especially around gut health, because it was really strengthening our gut health and our immunity, because that's what we needed to do for my husband especially. That's made such a difference. Um, and then, you know, the microbiome part of the course. And so that it's all that knowledge that then we can pass on and go, well, this is why we need to do it. And this is what we can do. And now let's make and I'll show you how. Mm-hmm. And then you can do it easily at home. So in your community, you become like a bit of a go-to because you know where everything is. So when somebody starts on, you know, a real food reset, let's say, they don't know where to go. They don't know where to get their meat, where their fruit and vegetables or where do they get really good ingredients. So you're a bit of a go-to. Yes. Yeah. We'll make up our own rice. Where do I get the bones? It's like, well, we can go this way, you know, and and it's all that. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing you're doing is the documentary screenings. You've been doing quite a few of those. Yes. Yes, they've been great. I did a couple of the What's With Weed screenings, um, the Magic Pill last year and the, the Gut Movie yeah. um, the week's time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and that's just been a great platform to, you know, again, get the education out to my community so they understand, what, you know, educate them a bit more and then they can, you know, know who I am. And I want people to know that you're not just getting 20 people there. You're getting hundreds of people to your documentary screening. So, you know, congratulations. You're doing a wonderful job. What's your vision? What's my vision? For the future. I'm not good at all. Don't worry, I'm terrified. No. I started this because I was a mum that wasn't happy and I see other women in the crowd and... They're not happy either, and I want them. If I know if they get this information and those women become happy and healthier, then that becomes a ripple effect with their family and what they can love to do and their passions. So I just want to help more women and mums in particular in my community become. So your vision is for mums and women in your community to find health so they can live happier lives. Yes. Mm, that one. <laughs> I like it. I really like it. Yeah. All right, Marnie. Cool. I know you've only just completed the course yes. and I know you've just purchased an amazing, uh, or part owner, I yes. should say, in an amazing business. Yeah. But apart from that, you know, where what are you doing uh, and where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Five foot three. So, um, I actually I started a couple of months before this course. I started a website called Perky NZ, and initially it was just to start writing, um, doing some blogs. I wanted to do some video content, which I've still got to get onto a little bit more because I've got a background in TV presenting as well. Um, and then I was going to. I've worked in a, a shopping channel, and what I've kind of didn't like about it is that there would be some products that I just ethically went behind and so I wanted to kind of create a website where people could come I could write information they could kind of feel that it's a place that they the information they get they can trust um, and then I'd have some products that were affiliate products it's not set up properly at the moment um, and it's been a little bit on hold but I would like to um, definitely start writing again, doing some video stuff. I'd like to do some speaking, potentially write a book. Um, but what's my kind of focus area? Uh, I'm still trying to work it out a little bit. Definitely really interested in the low-tox living, which is why buying into an essential oil and natural skincare company is amazing. 
I've had a dad who passed away from cancer. There seems to be more and more people being diagnosed with cancer. With um, the gut health side of things, there's also an interest through chronic fatigue. Again, so many friends that have Hashimoto's now. I've never heard of that in my life before, and it's just rampant now. Teenagers I know being diagnosed with chronic fatigue. So I've got an interest in gut health. I've got an interest in chemical free living um, and cancer, and I don't know exactly where I'm going to take it right now. Yeah, but you've got all the tools that you know in order to get there. So I'm excited to see. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to see how you do it. All right. So, what advice would you give to someone who's interested in turning their passion and health um, and nutrition into a business? I would just recommend to um, not question yourself or your abilities or your knowledge because I think somewhere deep inside we we all know there's a better way of living. So take the challenge on and take it where you can go. It, uh, the sky's the limit. And once, you, once you're equipped with the knowledge that, that this course gives you, it does give you so much more confidence um, in, in so, many, so many areas. And we have the research to back it up. So I would just say um, one of my favourite sayings is take, take the leap and the net will appear. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I've done <laughs> and what I'm doing right now. But, um, but that's one of my favourite sayings and it's so true. And we spoke about it over the weekend just to, to surrender what could be mm-hmm. because who could you be? And that's a question I ask myself all the time. Who could you be? If, well, I think yeah. where you've come yeah. from, you know, that you were um, in Victoria, you yeah. were um, a policewoman, you decided I'm going to change, you educated yourself, you've now moved um, to a warmer climate, <laughs> just a tad warmer, <laughs> warmer climate, um, brought your kids up here and you yeah. are ready to fly. Big change. Yeah, yeah. Big like, yeah. Um, definitely feeling a lot of ambition at the moment and, and desire to make that difference and again the confidence comes from what we've learned in the course and knowing that these ladies are also, you know, they're my study partners and yeah. people that have gone through the same thing. So it's been amazing to, to meet everybody because everybody's so inspiring and so many of the people that were there on the weekend have such great visions. And so my advice would be just just to follow that vision. If you've got the vision and you've got the passion, then you can do it. And that's the good thing is that you're not alone. It might be that's online, it. but you are not alone because, no. you, you know, you can talk to everybody and then you, we have two weekends a year where we get together yeah. and we either learn more information or we learn how to unpack the information. So, yeah, and you all make new friends. It's yeah. lovely. <laughs> what about you, Melinda? What, do you, what would you say to people who have a passion for it? Um, what would you say to them? Um, they're probably maybe doubting if there's actually a spot you know, a spot out there for them. Is there already too many health coaches? And look, you know, there's so many little markets and niches and, you know, there's millions of people in Australia and you go into any supermarket or, you know, shopping centre and there's so many people who are sick and they need this information. And the more I get out there into workshops and to speak to one-on-one, you know, people are hungry for this information. They're searching for answers. Um, You know, they're sick of... Being, and they don't want to be on medications for the rest of their life. They're just searching for other ways. So we are, there's so many of us that are needed. So don't think that there's not a, a place for you. Yeah. And, and many people I find, like there are some people who will get this knowledge and, and they'll run with it by themselves. They'll be able to help their family, do what needs to be done. But you actually give them the practical skills. And that's what I love is that there are other people out there that they want you to hold their hand. 
and probably more people are there wanting you to hold their hand and that's what you do you, you show them how to do things it's a and that's what we call it the functional nutrition academy is it's useful information to help them change their life yeah. with food mm-hmm. that's that's what it is so that's what i love about you is that you hold you're you are actually holding people's hands you give them a little bit of information then you you say look we're doing this workshop would you like to come yes i want to learn i'm like that i want to come and and learn, you know. I'm a workshop girl. I, I love workshops. And if they've got questions, you know, I get all the little emails and the, you know, the photos of the which is scoby and you know, yeah, or like, you know, can you come and help me with the pantry shopping? Mm-hmm. Although I've never walked into a health food shop and they're so scary. Yeah, you know, stuff what that we think is yeah. so simple, yeah. but you know, just help them. Yeah. And you know what? That's a really good point. Even a health food store is not necessarily mean that the food is healthy. Yes. No. We go through that. We go yeah. through, you know, how do we pick that out and, and what are what about supplements? You know, that's a minefield out there. What, what's a good one and what's a bad one? And so yeah. you give them that information, and, yeah. which is what I love. Now, my question is a little bit different to you, Marnie. What about for the professionals that know that nutrition is a really important part um, of what they're doing? but they don't know how to implement it or they don't really know the first thing about it. But even the dietitians that are, you know, they're, they're like disillusioned with what they've learned and they realise it's not working. Mm. You know, what, what are you, what's your advice to them? The ones that haven't done this course, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I would first of all challenge and look you up and, and also get them to start following some of the people that I do follow who are, because they've come from a very um, science research background, so there would be certain people I'd direct them to. Just start following this person, see what they're saying. Here's a, a medical doctor who's now an integrative doctor, you know, you might relate really well to, to his advice. Um, just, you know, connect with all these people, these groups out there. I've been given lots of different websites, people I follow myself and they will start to see that there is massive science behind it and there is a massive community behind it and there's a lot of support and then they can link up and find out ways that they can implement it without, you know, within the restrictions of what they're doing because I think that's the hardest thing at the moment. Even when I've seen integrative doctors and they've said, well, I'm telling you this but not telling you this because I'm not allowed to tell you this. And it, it is really difficult for people in the conventional medical industry right now. Mm. that have, you know, <laughs> feelings. Yeah. They don't want to, they don't follow what's being taught to them. Yeah, I've watched, you know, like paediatricians and, um, and dietitians and chiropractors and, um, you know, different professionals, you know, questioning what they're doing and is there a better way, mm. you know, and especially ones that we're, we're looking at always using medications instead of lifestyle and we know that we have lifestyle diseases. So then you you go, well, if it's a lifestyle disease, well, do we need to change the lifestyle? Yes. Yeah. yes, I know. And it's that basic and it's just, it's never seen as the first line of defence. Nutrition is always the end of the, the run or, you know, it's starting with the easy stuff first. Some of it is education of the public though, you know, I know because I've got a a family member who's a doctor and I know there's times where people come to them, they want the fast option, they want the easy option, they're not prepared to change. But I think for them they can put a bit of a seed in their brain if if they have that information around nutrition, Mm. um, that there is a better way, maybe we could try that and if that doesn't work we can look at putting you on a medication, I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to, not everybody wants to change. No, that's right. You know, there's only a percentage of people that say, you know what, I want to do this. But I find when people are in crisis, Mm. it's when they go, well, this isn't working, what am I going to do? And that's the sad thing is that we get them when they're in crisis as opposed to, hey, I want to prevent this. Someone doesn't come up to you and say, look, I want to prevent multiple sclerosis, you know. But we actually know that, um, you know, through Drops Terry Walls, that um, you can change your outcome yeah. if you have that disease. You don't have to end up the way they, you know, no. that they say that you're going to end up. One of the things I really love to over this course, which I didn't say before, but you guys might relate to, is you talk about being the example and not being the, the preacher or being the, I can't remember what the word is that you use, but I, I think that's absolutely massive when people see what, what you're doing with even your clients. So, you know, if you've got... Um, medical professions that you're trying to kind of talk about what you're doing and you show them what you've achieved with your clients and and what you've achieved with your own health and it just it's got to get in somehow like that and not talk about you know being right or wrong because with you it's all about well go out and do the research go and read this see what's happening um, you know, see the results that these people are getting, and or trust yourself. For itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try yourself. Yeah. yeah, try it yourself. If it's if it works for you, great. What's you the know? worst that can happen? Yeah. What's the worst <laughs> thing that can happen? It's real food. <laughs> it's not dangerous. <laughs> so I have one question left for all of you, um, and I'll start with you, Marnie. So, any words of wisdom? That you have that you would if like people are watching this because they're contemplating doing the course mm. any last words of wisdom oh um yeah just <laughs> just do it okay it'll be one um it's it's a course that it doesn't matter whether you want to get into doing this as a job or whether you want to teach yourself teach your family teach your friends how to avoid a lot of these lifestyle um diseases how to um, be aware of what's going on in our food industry right now because it's not just a case of balance, you know. Um, it's not common sense anymore. It's actually quite technical what's what's happening in our food that we're not aware of um, just to go and do it. And at the end of it, if you do want to get into it as a profession, this will give you all the tools that you need to do it. Um, you do not need to go to, to university to get a nutrition degree to do this. In fact, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't. I think that you'll get a lot more skills and um, a lot more tools to actually research and um, have the right information to give to people by doing Cindy's course. Totally. Thank you. (laughs) Linda, what about you? Any words of wisdom to somebody who's contemplating doing the course? Yeah. (laughs) We can go to bed next. You're still thinking? Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I think absolutely do it. Um, as Marnie just said, whether it's just for yourself, for your own personal knowledge and your own personal well-being, you will not be disappointed. The information that you gain and the skills that you gain in terms of critical thinking and understanding those things that should be simple like reading our packages and, and understanding the food and the food labelling, that sort of stuff will set you up well on the road to greater health. Um, so absolutely, if you've even thought about it for a second, I would absolutely sign up. You, you won't be disappointed. Mm. It's better than I ever expected. It's so much better. Mm. Melinda, we, I know why you started this. So you started this because of your family. But it was to change more and to learn more and to understand more. I don't think you – I don't know. I might be wrong here. You didn't start the course to – 
do what you're doing right now? You... Um, well, I, put on, I knew I wanted some kind of, I knew I wanted to help get this information out. Okay. And I wanted, then I made a decision, okay, I want to do that in an official way. So I was starting to look around and I did look at IIN first. Um, and then when you put this course, I thought, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna, you know, believe in that, you know, I know your philosophy. Um, and then it's really helped deepen my understanding around well, why did those food changes actually help me? Um, and so really deepen that more. Um, so whether people are just, you know, at the moment just foodies and they just wanna deepen their own understanding or then they think, oh, I wanna help get this information out to my community too. It just kind of opens this world of possibilities. Um, and then, you know, you come up to the weekend and you start chatting to other people. So if you haven't got set ideas, then you, you start to get ideas and inspiration and then, you know, there is a little niche for you as well. And you are an inspiration. Yeah, I love what you're doing. I want to thank you girls for coming along and letting everybody know, you know, what this was about for you. And everybody is different and everybody comes in for a different reason, but it's just nice to get different backgrounds and, and your, your points of view. So thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Beck, Melinda and Marnie are three amazing women. I am so inspired by what they're doing and their visions um, after, you know, living with their passion. And that's what it is. It's about people um, living with a passion and a love for what they do. Because when you love and have a passion for something, everything seems so much easier and your vision comes so much uh, quicker. Now, if you would like to join a video series that we're doing called The Evolution of Diet, you have just seen a sneak preview of one of um, the audios. It's actually a video, but um, you heard it as an audio. So what I'm doing is I am doing a series of videos on The Evolution of Diet because it's through the evolution of diet that we can make sense of the craziness and the, 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 the amount of information that is out there that is conflicting and confusing. And what this will do is help you uh, understand what we used to eat, what we're eating right now, and why we're eating right now, and how it kind of makes a little bit of sense on, on what we used to eat. So if you would like to join this video series, um, there is a link in um, the show notes. So you can go to www.fn.academy forward slash evolution of diet, but it's better off to get that link in the show notes. Now, if you do like our up for a chat and you enjoy listening to us, we'd love a five-star rating. And if you want more information, just do all the w's.com, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat. And we look forward to seeing you next week where Kim and I will be answering some questions that people from the Functional Nutrition Academy weekend with, uh, you know, unpacking the knowledge have asked us. Um, I think you'll enjoy. So we'll see you on the ride. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.